Corn is one of the most widely grown crops in the United States. Sure, you and I eat lots of popcorn. We eat frozen and canned corn, corn tortillas, and of course, that delicious sweet corn that puts us in a summertime mood. But corn is also used to produce ethanol. It's used as a sugar substitute and as feed grain for livestock. Over 13 billion bushels of corn were harvested for grain production alone in 2019. And over 480,000 acres of sweet corn were planted during that time frame. But with all that product comes millions of pounds of waste after harvesting. Some of the corn waste, which is also called corn stover, it's recycled back into the fields. But this still leaves millions of tons of biomass a very cheap resource looking for a new lease on life. There's a lot of agriculture waste, such as rice straw and wheat straw and corn stover, soybean stover and shogun stover, and even some of the byproduct like fruit peels and fruit skin, something like that. Because these stuffs are renewable and we can use it to produce some more like value-added products such as cellulose and nanocellulose. That's Dr. James Zhu, research physical scientist with the Plant Polymer Research Unit in Peoria, Illinois. Dr. Zhu noted that even byproducts of corn, such as ethanol, produce waste that could be turned into other bioproducts. The byproduct of the ethanol contain a lot of cellulars, uh, hemicellulars, and lignin. And from these byproducts, and uh, produce some cellulars and nanocellulars because they are biodegradable materials. Cellulars has a lot of application in, in like a paper production and pharmaceutical drug delivery and, and even in food products. Cellulose is the substance that is responsible for a plant's strength. If cellulose is reduced to a nanoscale, which is one billionth of a meter, it's called nanocellulose. Unlike cellulose, which is not soluble in water, nanocellulose can be suspended in water and formed into a hydrogel, like a super water absorber. Dr. Zhu and his team are producing biopolymers, such as nanocellulose, from corn waste as a replacement for popular synthetic plastic products, including pharmaceutical gel caps, cosmetics such as hair gel, even polymers for treating wastewater. Right now, most of the cosmetic hair gel is synthetic polymers. These market is huge. If we can replace only part of it, that will benefit both. Environmentally, its impact is good. And then the, the agricultural waste, we can use it and add values. ARS researchers are also testing plant polymer-based products, such as starch-based and cellular-based, as alternatives for the rubber used in shoes and even the outer shell of computers. These two items are primarily produced with non-biodegradable materials and too often find their way into overburdened landfills. But the potential uses don't stop there. In the market right now, a lot of hydrogels are not really 100% biodegradable. And hydrogels can absorb huge amount of water, like a, up to like a several hundred times of its own dry weight. 
last year we developed some cellulose-based hydrogels, which can be used like agriculture seeds coating. So we use these hydrogels and plant these seeds in the field. So you you don't have to water the field. It can absorb water in the soil. With a vast number of uses being explored, nanocellulose materials can significantly reduce the amount of corn waste after harvest and add environmentally biodegradable products into the marketplace. But first, researchers have to figure out how to make these products cost competitive. The only problem right now is uh, the price is not really comparable to the synthetic one because the synthetic polymer is very cheap. That's the reason that the people use that. However, the environmental impact is huge. There is a huge ton of synthetic polymers dumped in this world every year. So that's a problem. Using low-value products like corn waste after harvest, that certainly helps keep costs down. Scientists are also researching ways to simplify the process to produce the nanocellulose material with less labor and less machinery. The most important factor, though, is demonstrating the long-term benefits of producing biodegradable materials with agricultural waste. We are doing research about the biodegradable materials. So it's so difficult to see the benefit in the very near future. However, I believe our research is a long-term impact on the environment. Thanks for listening to this renewable and biodegradable edition of Science in Your Shopping Cart. Stay tuned for future podcasts. And in case you missed it, check out our other podcasts on apples, spinach, potatoes, and tomatoes. For Science in Your Shopping Cart, I'm Todd Silver. Science in Your Shopping Cart is produced by the Office of Communications, Agricultural Research Service, an agency of the U.S. Department of Agriculture. For more information, visit www.ars.usda.gov. Follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Like us on Facebook and watch us on YouTube.